1: wherever podcasts are available.
0: Beyond and hello, and welcome once again to IGN's weekly PlayStation show. I'm your host, Max Scoville, and today we're going to be talking about puppets. That's right. Liza P is out. This episode is up a little bit late so we can hit the embargo. Joining me to discuss puppets is travis northup who reviewed lies of p welcome thank you for coming on the Ooh, show
1: long time listener First all right
0: happy to have you man you 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 are one of the most prolific reviewers for ign and also i think probably the best dressed reviewer you, you you if for those of you listening at home and you can't see this brian and i are both wearing skull shirts like the bad kid from toy story <laughs> <Travis>
2: <laughs>
1: is
0: dressed like an adult man from a, a better of a, a better time yeah um Brian's also here. Brian likes uh, Soulsborns a lot. You love Bloodborne.
2: I, p- puppets are great. Puppets, I think, puppets, yeah. Big,
0: big fans yeah. of puppets. Yes. Um, before we get into it, uh, just a heads up that there are some rumblings that there's going to be some kind of a Sony presentation, State of Play showcase a Sony Nintendo Direct. I don't know what they're going to call it. But Tokyo (laughs) Game Show is around the corner. Uh, Xbox announced that they're doing a thing. It seems very possible. So if that happens, we'll probably be doing something aligned with that, Uh, but we cannot give you any insight on scheduling because we don't actually know for ourselves. Um, According to completely unhinged people on message boards, uh, they're going to announce a Bloodborne 2 Remaster, which... What? Bloodborne 2 Remaster?
1: Bloodborne 2 Remaster. Yeah, they're They're
2: remastering the game they haven't (laughs) made made yet? It took
0: so long to make it. They looked at it. They said, this is in 720 p we got to do something we're gonna fix yeah. it it actually runs at 20 frames a second so they're going back and they're pumping it back up to 30 no um i'm it, so confused no, I'm, I'm kidding i'm kidding there's the usual thing where people are like yeah they're gonna announce a bloodborne remaster yeah. or bloodborne 2 and you know
2: at, at a sony nintendo direct
1: anything <laughs> can sony it's nintendo announced direct, by xbox, it was
0: yeah. by xbox. Uh, <laughs> um <laughs> but yeah so the closest thing to a bloodborne 2 remaster <laughs> why not uh-huh. is lies of p which uh It kicks ass. Yeah, you gave it an eight. Like this is definitely one of the. I feel like there's a there's a expectation when something comes out that is very clearly FromSoft inspired Mm -hmm. that it probably won't be on par with FromSoft. Yeah, I think as far as something that is very clearly you know cribbing from the FromSoft style guide, it this is. One of the best instances of that.
1: Yeah. 100%. Yeah. I would say like, uh, you know, there's certain things that FromSoft is always going to have the edge on uh, and probably certain areas that you'll look at this game and go, okay, well, this is sort of, it sort of does the exact same thing. But there's, I would even say that there's areas of Liza P that are better than FromSoft games have accomplished, mm-hmm. namely the story, uh, which they actually put time into like cutscenes and dialogue and different endings and stuff like that. Yeah, They feel a lot more substantial than- yeah Uh, a FromSoft game where it's kind of bring your own story, read item descriptions, environmental storytelling, which I have nothing against, but like, Clearly, this game focuses a lot more on the narrative, which gave me personally a lot of motivation to see it to the end because mm-hmm. I was actually interested. Part of um, what I did for this review, because I'm a weirdo, is I went back and read the uh, Adventures of po- Pinocchio book. We uh,
0: appreciate that. You w- did that. Yeah, yeah which, which, that's awesome. I don't
1: know if you guys have ever read that book. This was my first time. What a weird story! But it <laughs> it, it is super faithful to a lot of the the stuff that happens in that. Like you may you meet a uh, a fox and a cat that are sort of grifter characters who are clearly untrustworthy and kind of get to yeah. decide their fate. Uh, they, you know, they, they, they have the Black Rabbits uh, arrive in a very different incarnation than they do in the original storybook. But uh, it's very cool what they did with it. And uh, I'm pretty excited for where this could go uh, in the future, which I won't get into for spoiler reasons. But I, I think it is setting itself up to be a, uh, a franchise, which I think is, is pretty cool.
2: Which, like, to backtrack real quick, this is a game about pinocchio by way of bloodborne which on paper sounds completely insane uh not this year but last year at gamescom um although they were on our gamescom show this year they brought they brought a the king of puppets boss to show us which is awesome um sp- kick my ass for an afternoon and I'm, me too yeah, i, I think i, it, I so. think i
1: spent like half a day on that yeah, yeah. um
2: yeah, I think that's the hardest I've ever seen my kid laugh at me was the second phase of that fight where the something happens okay. and just immediately just, just killed me in like two hits. And yeah. she was like, ha, 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 ha. and I was like, go away. The game is hard enough. Um, but yeah, we it's rated M for go to your room. Yeah. <laughs> we, uh, we, had their, we had them on our Gamescom live show last year. It was like the, big, the biggest game of our show. But also there wasn't a lot of people at Gamescom last year. we were in a lot of mm-hmm. studios. And so just by the nature of being there, they were the biggest one. And we we're all kind of like, like, are they, are they the biggest game here? because like no one else showed up or is this a legitimately cool game and we couldn't really get a read on it it looked awesome it looked like it played awesome but we couldn't really tell i
0: mean it, it first showed up on twitter like it yeah. was clips of gameplay mm-hmm. which i feel like is so completely antithetical to like how AAA stuff is usually yep. out. And yeah and this yeah. is a south korean studio i for... neo is yeah, yeah.
1: I, it's... which i've never heard of i, yeah. I didn't even know what game i mean games they'd we're seeing a lot games. more games
0: coming out of south korea lately and it's it's awesome like you know they're clearly doing their homework over there but like um again unknown quantity like we don't have any yeah. track record for the studio we don't know what it's going for it's very possible for a studio to cobble together a cool chunk of demo gameplay pop it on twitter have it blow up and then you know have that game disappear entirely totally or, or make a game that just isn't very good and i think that there's a fair amount of skepticism that kind of came with this game because it is an unproven studio yep uh, t- tackling a a historically difficult genre, but also difficult to get right.
2: Yes. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's that's exactly it right there. And I feel like this is this is like the closest we've gotten to like kind of like a Bloodborne 1.5 or a Bloodborne 2. Um, it doesn't hit the same highs in terms of uh, like horror for me. The Gothic horror specifically is a thing that has always attracted me to Bloodborne, but it gets enough right in almost every other category that i just feel like like the the actual feel of this game is fantastic like running around this world getting into into fights and scrambles and upgrading your weapons and your your sidearm and stuff like that just feels awesome Mm -hmm. um it's like i'm not big on steampunk in general i feel like aesthetically it's like one of those things where you know i have like a limit and i feel like this this and a game like bioshock is exact does that thing where it hits that perfect limit of steampunk while also infusing enough horror that yeah. that it it scratches the itch for me
1: yeah and it's also very clear that this game was inspired by bloodborne specifically yes like it's not a game where they looked at the souls-like genre in general or dark souls or something like the mecha- the fighting mechanics are very clearly bloodborne inspired it also uh Aggressive gameplay is like kind of pushed on you, like mm-hmm. you have to attack things to get health back uh, when you, when you block and that sort of stuff, um, which is really cool. And I think it it also creeps into some of the um the world building as well. Like you can see, they were kind of going for like that same vibe of, you know, when you're when you're in an area walking down dirty alleys and kind with, of like with a with dead, yeah, dead horses and overturned carriages. You're like like yeah. you're like okay, I get it. Like uh-huh. this is bloodborne, very a lot of very dead quickly, horses. Really. Yes, <laughs> really quite a few. <laughs> really hammering at home. Yeah, yeah,
2: yeah. <laughs> really beat the dead horse. On that one um no i i actually like i really loved uh exploring this world because i thought that like the more i uncovered the more i really liked about it it starts off with some pretty you know uh not super impressive but like just kind of their factories and towns and stuff like that and then eventually you start opening up into like swamps and like towers and all this really really cool stuff and they throw a lot of really creative bosses at you and a, a lot of different ways to approach combat like i really like the mechanic in this game of uh your you have this left arm this like this mechanical arm and you can swap it in and out And the one I use the most is this thing called the puppet string, which when you start off, uh, basically is, you know, scorpions get over here and then you dump a couple of like coils into it and upgrade it. And it's the, you do the opposite where you fly directly to them and aggressively land on them and just start beating the hell out of them. And like, you have to time it right in, in boss animations and with, with certain enemies and stuff like that. But if you do it right, like it it does a ton of damage and it kicks into this whole other animation where you basically just like chopping their head off. And it's,
0: it's so it, awesome. It goes from Scorpion to Sekiro. Basically. Yes, yeah. exactly. I mean, you like it at Sekiro, which I think is, is spot on. And yeah. it's, it's interesting because, uh, like that's much more of a pure action game than like mm-hmm. a, you know, souls, like it's got some of the same trappings, mm-hmm. but it's kind of cool to see some ideas from that lifted and mixed with Bloodborne and kind yeah, of infused. Yeah. 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 I, I think
2: my favorite thing that this game does, um, it's just a really tiny thing that I want from soft to steel steal back from this game which has obviously clearly taken so much by the way i played the entire game
1: with the donkey mask on and of course you
2: did it's a, it was fun
1: i was um, looking like a castlevania character with like a cape and you know cloak and yeah
2: I, hair. I i got the yeah. cape towards the end
1: and i love it but
2: um yeah the, the main character looks very much like timothy chalamet so yeah. you know your mileage may vary on how much you like that dude but for me <laughs> um i i really loved playing with the donkey mask on of but did. <laughs> the thing that they that this that this game does is uh your your soul bucks or whatever your geppetto what are they, What do you call those? The, the uh, ergo, ergo, right? Um, lights up when you hit enough to level up.
0: It is the really cool. It's a subtle the little dumbest, thing. Most basic little change yeah. that makes it just. It is like the most subtle quality of life improvement. Like it, yeah. is, a, it is a color changed piece of text. Yeah, that's, that's all it also
1: yeah. doesn't i don't think it explains to you what the color change is doing but you figure it out eventually yeah yeah there's yeah. there's not a box that se- pops up and says that's what it is no but it doesn't say like time to level up no it takes you like sixteen thousand ergo you're like oh that's what that <laughs> I, I recognize <laughs> it now no that's i
0: want to i want to go into the, sort of the details of the ways that it differs but let's let's talk a little bit about your review first sure. because obviously it wasn't just a you know mountain of of praise like you had some you had some kind of uh, you know negative aspects let's I've get some criticism what did yeah. this game do to hurt you
1: what did this game do to <laughs> hurt me um i need to look up my uh my review to see what the uh what the specific of blocks were like this feels like it was so long ago <laughs> well one of the uh, things you you and i were talking about was sort
2: of like how FromSoft games usually have tons of uh side content that's right yeah that was and um, specifically side bosses like bosses that are completely optional right bloodborne has a ton of totally optional bosses and this doesn't really have that there's like little areas you can do there's puzzles and stuff like that definitely side quests that are um you know interact with the character do this thing or double cross this person or whatever but there isn't really a lot of like hey there's this one boss that you'll only find in this mm-hmm. one thing all the bosses are pretty much on the golden path
0: you know i kind of i talk about how much i love from for having like having faith that players will find that stuff yeah and that is a really huge leap of faith for a developer to take and i i want to say that that's a thing that this studio will probably Injected into a sequel yeah that it were to happen or another you know another game in this in this genre um but it, you know again it's it's that is really really trusting that the players are going to like your game enough to poke around in it and find find new stuff so right spend all this time sink all this resources into making you know an optional boss fight that maybe people don't encounter is like i i feel like they wanted to put everything front and center for the player to really just kind of yeah. put their best foot forward but yeah I mean,
2: one, one I of your other gripes was like the 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 sort of like Thank <laughs> you the abilities
1: to build your character in specific yeah. ways and how you were kind of hitting a wall with that, right? Yeah, I pulled up my notes here just so that I make sure I'm, I'm hitting all of them. But yeah, the uh, linear linear game design is definitely one of them and that you you kind of are going on the path and even when you get to New Game Plus, they add some things, but you're kind of just replaying the same story again. I'm like halfway through my New Game Plus uh, run with a different build. I respect and did all that before right. I rolled into the New Game Plus, which is kind of cool you can do. Um, and then, uh, yeah, the, the build crafting really does force you into a specific uh style, which yeah. is one of my problems with Sekiro and Bloodborne is part of the Souls-like genre for me is that it's got a lot of RPG elements this has some in that you can build craft your weapon which we'll talk about later that's one of my one of the things I like the most about the game is the the weapon crafting system um but by and large uh you are doing the Bloodborne formula of weapon and right hand and your left hand is your utility item, more or less, which in this game, I think is very clever that they turn it into like a winter soldier arm, which is (laughs) kind of cool. Mega Man, you know, arm where you can kind of turn it into everything. Um, But it, it, you know, in order to play this game effectively, you need to be aggressive, you need to be attacking. And that's a very specific play style. You're not going to be able to do ranged builds like a magic user in Dark Souls, or uh, even really a defensive play style. Um, Also, depending on which play style you choose, this game might be one of the easier Souls-likes or one of the harder Souls-likes. Right. Um, if you do a t- technique build like I did, which is uh, this game's version of Dexterity, mm-hmm. uh, you basically have to learn to perfect parry. Like you have, you have to get good a lot more than you would need to if you built, build into strength the motivity. And the perfect uh,
2: parry is like a split-second thing.
1: Perfect parry is small, really, sm- really small window where you have to... Basically, in order for me to be the boss of my playthrough, I had to replay the fight a couple times and just kind of hang back and learn their moves and then get the timing down perfectly and then you perfect parry enough and it staggers them and then you, know, you can attack and eventually do your fatal attack and all that. When I did the same bosses in my motivity build I was able to just run in and get a couple hits off, you know, one or two hits off with range and then it would stagger them oh. and then I'd hit them again and then they would open themselves up to a fatal attack and you could just be way more aggressive and just wail on them and it doesn't require you to kind of like replay and learn their attack because you can just over overpower them.
2: Yeah, and it's got that kind of bloodborne system where like they can take a little health from you, but if you parry back, you can you return yeah. the health to yourself. Yeah,
1: parry or attack back. Yeah. If you, if you in this game, you can also block attacks, which you can't do in Bloodborne. And uh, when you block attacks, you take uh, what they're called—they call guard regain, which is mm-hmm. you basically take the damage. It can even kill you. You can die from the chip damage, but it, it shows you a section of that damage that you can regain back. If you're on a strength build, you'll. You'll block like 70% of the attack, and then you can regain that all back with two hits. Mm-hmm. If you're on a technique build, your weapons block like 20%. God, that's cool. So you so you'll actually lose most of your health, and then you'll gain like a small amount you can regain that you have to gain through attacking. But it's like, it's not worth it. So like blocking for me, if I blocked, you know, a string of three attacks without preparing any of them, I'd be dead. Yeah. So you just have to like Perfect, perfect. It kind of
2: funnels you into that like stock hunter Bloodborne mode and less so like the Elden Ring wizard who's 50 feet away shooting lightning bolts. Like, you don't really have a magic build. It's
0: it's funny because I I feel like to go for like Bloodborne, you know, that's that's uh, approaching, you know, 10 years old at this point. Like, we're we're hurtling towards that. And since then, we've gotten, you know, Elden Ring, big one, huge variety of, of you know, play styles. More recently than that, Jedi Survivor, which does have blocking, you know it does also you know encourage an aggressive play mm, style yep. for the most part <laughs> yeah, yeah. Uh, but you also have like i don't know you have more range stuff and it's it's kind of an odd thing to have you kind of fall back into that bloodborne muscle memory mm-hmm. but there's also i I constantly forget that I should be blocking because at no point in bloodborne should you be blocking exactly you you, you, you can can't a, block yeah, yeah there's, <laughs> yeah. there's, there's you have one a gun shield, in that hand. You so. <laughs> it, and if you read the description, it basically is like shields are for cowards good. Yeah, <laughs> but, uh, and it, i mean it's it's also bizarre because like yeah, there's no there's no ranged option, and there's no you know there's it's I, you know it, it is encouraging that aggressive play style, but you also don't have. I guess you kind of have a gun in one
1: hand. Like you've got you your... You do. And you, got, you can actually yeah. literally have a gun in one hand. Yeah, you can literally of, get a one gun. One of the arms is a gun. And yeah. it, it, it's good, but you can shoot it like maybe three or four times before it's yeah. out of ammo. And, What's
2: cool um, about it is it will latch a bullet onto somebody that will then explode. Mm-hmm. Oh, so funny. you can like you yeah. can hit them and then roll out of the way. You don't have to worry about repeatedly yeah. hitting them. And but you, I,
1: you can make it shoot really quick where like you dodge. So I was using that oh, one yeah. for a while just because I was so squishy. It was nice to get a little extra damage. Eventually, though, especially if you're technique build, the Aegis Shield ends Mm -hmm. up becoming really powerful because it's the only way that a technique build can block without taking a ton of damage right? not being able to you know actually guard it so yeah uh, that's like a shield you Mm -hmm. hold out in front of yourself and then it has like a priming time and if it primes and they hit it the first time it gets hit it'll shoot out an explosion out of the shield and do damage to the Mm -hmm. enemy but but you can also just use it just to like regular block which is really nice if you're playing a technique build where you can't do that with your weapon right it takes a little extra time but you you can do it so there's some ways around it but but definitely basically the the headline is if you want a play hard mode of this game yeah technique build and if you want to play the easy version you play motivity which to me felt a little imbalanced like my first playthrough i did not know what i was getting into i was playing a technique build and i was like dude this game's really tough in certain areas Mm -hmm. um Speaking of which though, one area it's not really tough in, I don't know if you experienced this, Brian, because you're most of the way through the game now. Yeah. I never really died during the exploration sections. Like yeah. to me, the exploring the world is pretty easy, which is sort of new in, in Souls Likes where I'm used to used to dying well in the world. I was more. actually yeah.
2: talking about this with Max this morning about how this feels like the least cheap. Souls like yeah, yeah. there's a lot of like very cartoon Looney Tunes deaths that happen in Souls games, specifically the FromSoft ones, yeah. where uh, you'll turn the corner and like a ball will crush you or like you, Did know, you have some of that. There is yeah, there's yeah. there's a couple of those. Um, yeah. I found there was actually a couple of like not necessarily mini bosses, but just like bigger grunt type dudes that. Kicked my ass harder than some of the bosses the did. Clown? The clown. Yeah. yeah the, the that clown. huge clown. That I clown hate sucks. that. Guy. <laughs> well, he also dances after he kills you yeah, uh, yeah. and he just mocks you. Yeah. But yeah, I use a lot of the. Uh, there's this just immensely rewarding, really satisfying uh, animation in this game where you apply uh, a grindstone, grindstone to your sword and you can get all different technique types. And one of the things, like we were talking about, like how the game does kind of funnel you into specific play styles. For me, it happened to be the play style that I usually play as, which is just like very aggressive very in your face, yeah. but I found that the uh where this game really shines is in its skill trees and amulets. And there's all these like little things that you can get, all these tinier systems to start kind of singing together and get really interconnected. Uh, I had a thing eventually where like, I could apply multiple grindstones. And so like the skill tree basically gives you like these, you collect these quartzes and you dump the quartzes into the different like nodes. And each each section of those nodes has like four different options. Mm-hmm. And you have to fill out two of them before you can move on to the next one. and every single one of those has a bunch of cool little perks yeah and they they start to really start feeling good like there'll be one where like it'll be like hey when you heal more it actually uh in you know increases your like your your puppet arm thing right so like you're actually getting by by losing in a battle, you're increasing your health and your, your sub weapon at the same exact time. Yep. And so I had a bunch of things where like a guy would kick my ass and I'd be like, oh yeah, good. <laughs> like yeah. now I'm now I'm stronger in two categories. And so like, I just, I really loved all that stuff. And I had like all these amulets and one of them was like giving me extra extra health, extra stamina, I had four amulets going at the same time which are basically like the rings that you wear. Yeah. Um, then there's like a weight system obviously like all these games have. And so yeah. there's a whole bunch of different pushes and pull and i just found like i had a lot of fun just experimenting with different sub weapons and different combinations it's, and seeing like what worked best for it's me. a
0: lot of customization yeah and i feel like there's a knee-jerk reaction when you hear that you play as pinocchio mm-hmm. that there's not as much of that yeah know? like yeah. it's not a role-playing game it, and that it's, it does here, feel yeah.
1: weird to be pinocchio with a giant great sword i'm a small boy like, yeah <laughs> This is not um, the Pinocchio we are quite familiar with. Yeah, not with. at all. Um, and I, I think that's to his credit. So, yeah, what, what you're saying is, like, it has a much narrow, more narrow fo- focus in terms of the play styles that you can, yeah. you can attain. But the, the flip side of that is that they've really tightly, uh, like, you know, uh, m- made the game around m- – optimizing around those builds like all the items feel useful you very rarely pick up an item where you're like oh i can't even like imagine how that would help my build because it's for like a magic user and i'm playing you know strength guy it's like every time you get an item you're like oh okay that's interesting like i do that." and it's even true of the weapon system, which I want to talk about. That's my favorite thing of yeah, the game. That's, that is, it's is really the weapon cool. Weapon the thing that it does the most. Yeah. yeah. The weapon yeah. weapon crafting system is basically you can get, you find weapons in the world and at any point you can disassemble them between a handle and the blade and then you can mix and match any handle and any blade. And the reason that's cool is because even if you get a massive great sword and you're a dex build, you're a technique guy who, who could never use that, you could still take the handle off of that if you like its ability and it'll... Each handle has an ability and blade has an ability. So when you mix and match them, you're also mixing and matching not just their stats, but their powers. Right. And so you can gain like, oh, you know, I, I like this uh, Chainsaw's. A handle where it, it allows me to Parry with like an electric blade uh, Well I'm going to put that on my rapier And yeah. your rapier you know you're stabbing Forward I even made it where I made a uh, Giant chomping saw blade But I put the rapier handle on it so <laughs> I was Stabbing like this <laughs> I was stabbing with the which is like end, which makes yeah, no it's sense It's so yeah. toyetic you yeah.
2: know it's so like Action figure like there's like Hasbro made those lightsabers a couple years ago For kids which is like you can swap Blades and hilts and make all this crazy nonsense And like the end result just looks dumb as hell but it's it's so fun it's a little bit
0: a little bit like tears of the kingdom in a sense definitely not quite as as you know playful and modular but it still is like you can get you can get creative you can get kind of silly there and it's i i get this is it does an odd thing here where i feel like a lot of the systems it has are things that we are accustomed to being built into your character Mm -hmm. in this case it's your gear you know Mm -hmm. and it's you know the amulets you put on like having you know stats and stuff that's pretty standard fare for rpgs but getting getting this kind of crunchy with what you can do with your, your specific weaponry... It's cool, and like on, cool. on top of the on top of the the mix and match, you can also like alter your handle right
1: yeah, you can alter um, the, the the stats of the weapons so that they have like a different scaling, which that's not new to the souls games like you you know you want mm-hmm. you want if 're a technique build, you want the max scaling on technique and stuff, um, but it is cool they they do like these this crank system where you can crank certain attributes up or down, and it allows certain weapon types to be more viable depending on your build but honestly I would just encourage if you're a first time player like the best thing to do is do what Brian's doing with like a balance build where you're kind of mixing between everything and trying to be kind of they call, I think they call that a quality build in, mm-hmm. from, from soft games. Yeah. Um, something like that, where in this game it's called a balance build. Um, just because you, it gives you the most freedom. And even if you find a weapon that's got like high technique or high motivity and you're kind of in the middle, you can crank both of those scalings down to be in the middle. Yeah. Uh, I actually think that's like the best way to play the game because there's really no downside to being a balanced build except for maybe you can't be the most efficient with like max 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 technique or max yeah i i did a lot
2: of um basically like reacting to what a present problem would give me Mm -hmm. and come up with a solution based on that if i was fighting a boss that was basically like uh blue blood they call them right which is kind of like a cadaver or something like that which you know i don't it's never like truly explained but it's just like this (laughs) grotesque thing some
0: of
1: them have uh machinery inside them some of them don't frankenstein yeah exactly exactly they're corrupted creatures based on an element in the 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 souls you're collecting ergo apparently has some drawbacks and those are They're, they're bioshocks yeah, they're uh, Cthulian, you know, yes. horrors All right. a little All right. bit. Yeah. Yeah. yeah.
2: So, like, if if I was fighting a boss like that, I would swap an amulet that did more damage to somebody like that. If I needed to carry more amulets and I didn't have the weight enough, I would level up my uh, capacity for a little How
1: bit. How heavier you? Yeah. Are you, like, that, are you at heavy? Or are you slightly heavy? I'm
2: like 182. I got back from Gamescom recently. I definitely gained five pounds there, though. It's it just beer and pretzels for ten days straight. What can you do? I'm working on it, though. Oh, I, no, uh...
1: I seem to have got myself. In a
2: here. <laughs> no, I got. Uh... I wasn't heavy enough where these guys st- didn't stop grabbing me, though. They, they do love to grab you. Um, yeah. No. By, th- by the end, I was basically like I could carry everything I wanted to carry, which was awesome.
1: Without um, without crossing the eighty heavy... percent. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, it, yeah. If,
2: even if it said slightly heavy, and I felt myself getting too slow i wouldn't do it like i didn't i didn't like going in the yellow at all i always wanted to be quick
0: if anybody's listening to this episode and isn't remotely familiar with Fromsoft, you sound insane
1: oh god yeah (laughs) god i mean this weight capacity matters a lot in games like these yeah determine your roll speed and stuff and in my experience i also did what you're doing i tried to not even make slightly heavy show up but Uh after a while i was like you know what I don't really notice the difference. Right. I don't know the difference between like underweight and slightly heavy. And so I just went, Full into slightly heavy, and as long as you never cross eighty percent. If you cross eighty percent weight capacity, all of a sudden you are just the slowest human ever.
2: It's got Uh, this game's got a lot of the FromSoft uh, status effect stuff too, where like you'll go into poison swamps and like you'll go insane, and like there's these like bog creatures that like fart this yellow chemical in the air. Disruption. Yeah, that just drives you nuts.
1: Disruption kills you immediately, which is my favorite quote status effect. Yeah, because it's not a status effect; (laughs) it's just you dying. It's just. Yeah, so that, there was like a, a curse. I diagnose there. you with death. Yeah, exactly.
0: You
2: get shock, which is like a guy will hit you with a blunt object so many times that you just go kind of insane, and it makes your stamina like oh, slow to a crawl. So bad. And in a boss yeah. fight, you're kind of like. You're like, please don't hit me in the head and make me insane please don't hit me yeah. in the head and then he does and you're just like i'm so tired i yeah. can't do anything um yeah. i want to say too like this game is really good looking like it it's, it's gorgeous I, surprisingly, i'm surprisingly yeah. everything about this game was just a, such a delightful surprise for me i i it's i i haven't clicked with a game like this so uh kind of instantly and immediately and i felt like the more i put into it the more it gave back and you know, like. It's where there's another big game that came out uh, recently where that had a lot of debates about uh, being over encumbered and and how much do you weigh and all that kind of stuff. And like I kind of bounced off that one pretty quickly, but this one I just felt I kept coming back to it. I just felt like I don't
0: know. You like the
1: Bloodborne? Yeah, I mean it's <laughs> it, just, it is a Bloodborne sequel. Yeah, yeah
2: it course. is. It's you know, it's I feel like we've got there was an era for a while in video games where uh the a company wouldn't make the sequel to the thing everyone wanted to make so another company would make it, right? Yep. It's how we got ukulele, it's mm-hmm. how we got mighty number no. nine, which wasn't good. Uh, yeah. It's how we got um what was the Castlevania like? Ooh, ooh. Not just Blasphemous, but the other one. Um, um
0: Nacho's Blasphemous.
2: Nacho's blasphemous. <laughs> oh, blasphemous.
0: Uh, a uh, you know, t- uh, circle uh, of blood, sur- or something. No, ritual yeah. of the night.
1: No, sur- no. Symphony of the Symphony circles. Of, uh, no. What? Ritchie, 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 ritual of the about. symphonies. It's, it's yeah. the one that was kickstarted. Yes, yes, yeah, yes. Yeah, it was by the um,
2: This feels like one of those, but like on the successful side of things, right? Yeah. This is not. This is not Bloodborne's mighty number no. nine. This is. This is. This is Bloodborne 1.5. Blood Almost Bloodborne blood 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 two. Bloodstained.
0: Bloodstained. Yes. Okay, I figured. I remembered it. All there okay. we go. There's only like 70 words that video games can use, and I know.
2: And Castlevania used 60 of
0: them. Yeah, all of them
2: making up new ones like (laughs) ecclesia
1: no I I love that Um, someone
2: in the comments is going to tell me that ecclesia is like a real word
1: this has nothing to do with anything but my favorite part of the game is (laughs) Geppetto yeah Geppetto is a character he's your dad your father figure and my favorite part is every time you talk to him he tells you to, quote, be a good boy. Yeah. And then he sends you on a mission to kill 50 people. Yeah. <laughs> and it was I just, a, I love that part of it for me. He's like, it was all, be you, a good boy for Did me. you see <laughs> the whole thing on Twitter where people are like,
2: did they make sexy Geppetto? Yeah. Like, people are like, that's a handsome ass Geppetto. That's
1: exactly what my fiance said. Yeah. She was watching me play it, and she was like, I, I would... Yeah, that's, yeah, she's pretty good. <laughs> uh, Geppetto's the hall pass. <laughs> Geppetto's the hall pass. Was,
0: uh, Chris Person, for, like formerly of Kotaku on Twitter, was was somebody was he, he remarked that it was from South Korea, and somebody was like, "Oh, I'm, I'm surprised. I thought it was Western releasing it." He goes, "The West does not have the technology to make this effable a Geppetto. <laughs> it's just like, you know, I can't. I keep thinking, just like, yeah, that's that's a that's a sexy Geppetto. It's just mm-hmm. very
1: sexy Geppetto. Yeah, there's a. Hey. Uh, I mean, how many incarnations of Geppetto are there? How many times? Times have we seen well, them? Was Tom? I
2: mean, Nicks. there was like two I mean, last year. Shemetta? Oh yeah, you Wait, don't want to see that.
0: Yeah.
1: What was live this? action one there was a live action Pinocchio you're doing great now oh, watching man. it yeah. Yeah. I, I, they made I, I two know they were, you two <laughs> didn't do your research <laughs> you were,
0: you should watch the bad. he's a fake Pinocchio fan <laughs> he does an Italian accent for about seven minutes and then just says screw it and just kind of is oh really it's really funny Travis they're
2: gonna pull up Halloween costumes of you like in the you know when, when you're not oh, dressed yeah. as Pinocchio. <laughs> yeah like, look at him he's not a real Pinocchio fan like Pinocchio. Um, no they made two Pin- I can't believe we we're talking about Pinocchio They made two Pinocchio movies in the last year One of them was the Disney live action remake Which is one of the worst films they've ever made And the other is uh, Guillermo del Toro's Which is excellent and that's really? stop motion animation, uh, like well, think, actual I puppets. I think
1: I saw. I think I saw a commercial.
2: That one's puppet. extremely dark because it's start, the first 20 minutes of the movie is Geppetto with his actual son, and you know the son's gonna die, and so they just keep going into all these. It's it's like you know when when they when g- g- they were in on the joke with Kenny on South Park, where you yeah. were just like, I know he's gonna die in this episode. How's he gonna die? Yeah. And sometimes he wouldn't die until the very end. So with this, like the first 20 minutes, he's just walking around with his kid, and like you know they go underneath a tree, and you're like, the branch is gonna kill him. <laughs> like, <laughs> he (laughs) (laughs) go through a bridge and like oh the bridge is going to collapse and eventually he just dies in one of the most horrific ways and it's just super dark and then then geppetto's like i'll make a a boy myself
1: so is that part of the story of pinocchio because that's not in the book i read it's probably del
0: toro just you know sprinkling in like like because
1: because i think there's some like um hinting at that in this game too is that yeah he made a boy because his son died his son died yeah so i'm i'm wondering like is that because the book I read, so my my thing was I opened the game. It says dedicated to this guy who, right. who wrote the original story. So I go, okay, well, I'm going to go read that. Yeah. And in that story... A guy find a, a lumberjack finds a piece of wood and he's chopping wood and the wood mm-hmm. screams and he's like, oh, this is an animate piece oh, of wood. Oh, that's right. And, and, and so that's why
0: it's called Pinocchio. It's yeah. pine.
1: Right. He's, and so he gives that block of wood to Geppetto and Geppetto's like, okay, this is clearly a boy who somehow got trapped in wood. I'm going to make him a <laughs> – because that's what you do, right? Yeah. I'm going to make him a real boy and then it becomes Pinocchio. That's why he's animate. So that part of like his son dying is not really in the original story. And I'm like, right. when did that start? It can't be the Disney animated movie, right? Geppetto wasn't like a, a drinking alcoholic because his son died in a tragedy where did that No, start? I don't think he was an alcoholic in the original one <laughs> <laughs> when did that start when did Geppetto get so dark
2: Jiminy Cricket is a lush though that dude is <laughs> and he's a crackhead so <laughs> really I'm putting it out there in the world Jiminy Cricket does crack <laughs> <laughs> in, in
1: this game little, they call him Gem-
2: Gemini Ge- yeah he's, Gemini. He's, he's Gemini Gemini crackhead, <laughs>
1: <The> Gemini crackhead.
2: <laughs> all right uh, well, yeah. well, like, like, I mean I this isn't going to Putting, to the together, no, it's <laughs> it's Putting right. together this story, I, I understand why this would attract someone who's like, we can make a From Softian game out of this. Like totally. there's, yeah, there's yeah. an alcoholic that I, chops into a crying tree I, and makes a yeah.
0: child. As far as Laza Pigo, I've been comparing it to uh an impossible burger, where it's like, oh, they made a you know, they they made a fake a fake meat that bleeds the same as real meat and it <laughs> right. tastes good. And I'm like, we'll see about that. And they're like, we made a bloodborne like. I'm like, okay. And then an impossible burger has like a, it has like a very distinct kind of flavor to it. And it's it's sort of nutty. And I I don't, I don't dislike it. Yeah. It's, but it's totally its own thing. Yeah. That's what this is with Pinocchio where I'm like, I'm not mad that it's Pinocchio, but that is never something I would request specifically. Like it's sort of like, okay, Bloodborne with a dash of Pinocchio. Okay. Yeah. Yes. Sure. Fine. I'll take it. You know. I also
1: chose a very interesting one. Like if I was looking back at old stories, like you know, Alice in Wonderland feels like it would make a good Souls like, mm-hmm. or you know, some...
0: I mean, we had you know, Alice, but American McGee's A Million Years Ago. Yeah. That's right. Yeah.
1: Yeah. I just, uh, I don't. I, it's, it's very odd. But anyway, I really like it a lot. Um, my main criticism in the review, and I think this is something that like everybody is probably already kind of accepting, is that it doesn't really do anything new. Right. right, it is just a Souls like, and it follows the Souls like script and formula to a T. Yep, it's Bloodborne too, and I think that's fine. But for me, that was where it capped it. You know, in my nines and tens, I look for this. They're push, pushing the boundaries in some major way, or doing something I haven't seen before, or something like that. And you're really not going to find this here. You'll find it in pockets. You'll find the weapon crafting system. I think is a legit, unique, like cool new thing. But on the whole, like if you assumed, oh, this is going to be a Bloodborne type game with Pinocchio. You're right. That's yeah. exactly what it is. And it does it's, it extremely well. It's a cover album. Yeah. So you know. yeah, exactly.
0: Yeah, obviously Liza P is is borrowing heavily from Bloodborne, but there are things that it does uniquely and I figure we could run down some Yeah, of those. let's do it. Uh for starters blocking. That's a huge one. Blocking. You yeah. basically mm-hmm. can't block in Bloodborne. Not a thing. Yeah. You can do it now. Uh also, visual cues for uh, you know, whatever visceral attacks, backstabs, whatever it is. It's a lot more like if you sneak up behind or somebody. More clear, yeah. yeah, yeah.
1: There's, I mean, in the that that I think they took from Sekiro, Sekiro, definitely, yeah, basically definitely. that exact yeah, yeah, same totally. system, yeah. Um,
0: but yeah, I mean, in, in Bloodborne, if you if you get uh, you know, a, a <laughs> bullet parry, or whatever, it just makes this little bike horn squeak where it's like, <laughs> and it's like that's when you're supposed to do it. In this case, there's just a full on like a it, the yeah. they're health bar turns white or whatever you know it's it's much more
1: the stagger you're
0: talking about i mean that's that's another thing is there's also i feel like this the way staggering works in Bloodborne is there's like an invisible meter exactly it's it's secret armor it's a lot more user
1: friendly for sure it's got a little bit of the same clunkiness that a souls like has because i think that's a part of the genre at this Mm -hmm. point yeah but on the whole it's like you know they they've learned from games of the past and i think they learned a lot from Sekiro. i think they learned a ton from Bloodborne and then in certain areas they put on their own, their own flair and, and, mm-hmm. and do some no, and cool stuff. We touched on this, but
0: like the very, the most subtle change that I, I was, I was, I was talking to, um, uh, my buddy Tamor, who was also like noting this, but like the fact that the, the, the color of the, the souls that you have mm-hmm. change, it changes from like white when you're running around and you just, you're just collecting yep. them. And the second you have enough to level up, it turns blue. Mm-hmm. And that is the most basic subtle difference, but it makes a huge difference in sort of how you approach it. Like if you're like, I'm doing a souls run, I got to level up. I got to yeah. a little bit. Uh, it's handy. Super. I also I super think they that. they
1: explain their systems better. There is some sort of like tutorial. Tra- there's there's tradition in a souls like game to just not tell the player mm-hmm. anything. Yes. And I like that they forsake that a little bit because I am not a huge fan of that. And uh, I, I I think it's cool that they teach some of the systems. I mean, I do
0: love in in Bloodborne. They just they have like little slimy puppets on the ground that leave post-it notes for you and you go up and they go okay i mean this is not a tutorial this is a scattered user made (laughs)
2: travis the fact that you you finished this game um and and wrote a review for it and i'm i'm you know close to the end yeah yeah and uh, away, yeah and this is this is for a a game that as of right now isn't out yet Mm -hmm. um i believe it's out on the 19th right correct um That is not something I would have been able to pull off, I think, with like Dark Souls 2 or something like that, right? Which is just so overly uh, obtuse and uh, Mm -hmm. labyrinthian almost in so many ways where you're just kind of like... I'm, I'm lost here. There's a there's a lot that is uh, crowdsourced when it comes to the FromSoft games. Yeah. The community comes together really well.
0: I'm sure we're going to see some really cool like weapon crafting. Yeah, games. yeah. So, you know, if you glue this thing to this thing, it'll kill this guy
1: in two No multiplayer is also That's, a little bit of a... That is a, a huge one. Yeah, I'm yeah, a little confused <laughs> and it's, about that. It's interesting. This, this guy does suck. I hate this So this, this guy's ability is... Uh, so for those of you who are not watching puppet. the visual, it's a big old jester puppet. And yeah. it's, it has the most annoying ability in the game, which is it, it applies a status effect card called break yeah and break means that all of your healing items do basically nothing like oh, they wow. heal, they heal you like 10 percent of what wow, they normally I hate, would I hate him already yeah and it's anytime you get somebody with a break effect you're just like oh yeah i'm useless now unless i yeah perfectly slight
2: tip for that is uh if there's other uh enemies in the area uh, kind of let them do it yeah kite them towards him and let him bother them and then he's you not know. the only
1: one in the game by the way yeah <laughs> you're gonna um, you're gonna find more of jester boys so <sighs> another Sorry.
2: And how he rose from nothing to become New York's King of the Egg Cream. So if you like funny true stories, come listen to King of the Egg Cream, available wherever you get your podcasts.
0: Thing, so big Brian. difference, <laughs> uh, when you do drop some souls or ergo or whatever you call it and it's, you know, it's sitting there, a little glowing blue thing elsewhere That's on the right. map and you got to go back. I really like
1: it. this change. This yeah, is yeah. interesting
0: and I'm, I'm, I'm torn about it because it is an entirely new layer, uh, but it makes it so that. The damage you take on the way back to pick up your ergo, it detracts from it. Mm-hmm. So, like, if you if you know you're like, oh my god, I was just too close to getting a level. I left like six you know sixteen thousand souls or blood bucks or whatever sitting on the yeah. ground there, and you know you're you're running to get it, and dudes are just you know nailing you left and right, and you're just like, poof, poof, and you're, you you it slowly goes down. You're like, mm-hmm. oh, now I have twelve thousand. And like, if you're if you're you know going back to retrieve this thing, if it's left in some horribly inconvenient spot and you're taking a bunch of damage on the way there, at some point you might just be like, it's a lost cause. to yeah. move on and do something else. And um, it's-
1: the, to- the flip side of that is that depending on how many how much ergo you have, you could lose all of your health, fully die, and still have ergo left. Oh, right. And so it's not as damaging in certain yep. cases because if you've just got a ton of ergo, you're, you're always going to reduce that ergo at the same rate. And so... It, it, it hurts you more because you're going to take damage on the way there and lose some of it. And if you heal, you can double up on how much you lose, right? Because you're losing extra damage. <sighs> I don't think you,
0: I caught that. When, yeah, you, when you
1: lose yeah. healed damage, basically any time you get hit, if you fall off a cliff and you lose all of your health, it'll take one full health bar worth of Ergo however yeah. much. That is That's worth. That's like
0: an extremely yeah. complex little change that absolutely yeah. changes the whole dynamic here.
2: I also think that the the checkpointing is fairly liberal in this game. Yeah, I um, think so. And there's only one or two uh, classic FromSoft walk of shame back to the boss type areas in this game where it's like
1: like, uh, there's two that really bothered me yeah Yeah, they're they're pretty few and far between yeah
2: there was one i was i was i was i was messaging you about yesterday this 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 guy this big guy you fight and like they just make you run up this whole thing and everyone on the thing wants you dead on the way there but for the most part i actually like i clocked it i think only twice did i lose like enough souls Mm -hmm. that it pissed me off or enough ergo that it pissed me off
1: so, yeah, I cool love thing. how we all have to learn the verbiage yeah. of every
0: Souls like game. <laughs> I mean, uh, the, check, the checkpoints are good. There's, what is it, stargazers that you set yeah. up? Which
1: stargazers are, yeah, stargazers for bonfires. They're, so. Yeah,
0: they're bonfires. The thing that really pissed me off about this is early on in the game, you can level up at those, mm-hmm. and then you get to basically Krat Station, which is your sort of hub. And then suddenly you have to go back there to level up.
1: And then they change it again later in Do the they? game. Okay. It la- yeah, yeah.
2: it's yeah. completely arbitrary. In like the last quarter of the game, you can level up the, at the start. I
1: think they made, a, that, they like made a decision to um, make you interact with certain characters because you get story beats out of that. And that, this, this is something I actually appreciate about the game, which is they prioritize story way more than other souls like, yeah. which mm-hmm. I think is cool. And I think they take away abilities from you. That way, you have to check in with certain characters, and then when you get later in the story and you've advanced far along enough with your relationship with those characters, then they give you the ability back to do it whenever you're at a checkpoint. Mm -hmm. So it is very odd because you're like, wait, I could do this thing, and then I can't, and then I can do it again later. But I think it's honestly just a—they're doing it as a vehicle for like, how do we get souls like players to talk to people?
0: Yeah, we have to. There's also I always always figured that the 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 whole you know the doll's dream or whatever in, in Bloodborne was was. Some it, I feel like that has to do with the online component. Like, it's something where it's just making sure everyone's on the same page. I don't know how that works. But it's, again, that whole thing where you have to travel back to the dream and level up. Yeah. Kind of a pain in the ass. It's uh, like an
1: instance, yeah. Yeah,
0: Yeah. Ins- whatever, instancing, yeah. But, like, in, in this case, in this instance, uh, you also <laughs> can't pause, which yeah. it, there's no reason for that. It's not an online game. It's not a persistent thing where people can show up as ghosts. It's becoming and
1: more and more ass. common in games, I've yeah. noticed, which is a very weird like trait. That, I think they
2: were just yeah. like, let's do that. Because uh, it's Souls-like. Because it's Souls-like. Yeah. Let's be a pain in the ass about this. Or
1: maybe they're planning on adding multiplayer. That's very possible. We have found mm, yeah. some weird things in the yeah. game where, that are unexplained, yeah. and I'm sort of been like, okay, is this a DLC thing or is this maybe they're going to add multiplayer? There's, a, there's no sign of that in the yeah. game right now, either co-op or PvP, but like, this game feels like it's made for PvP, to be is, honest with you. I mean, I'm there's very there's just surprised. There's one thing
2: this. we both found that says, like, you can't access this right now, and we're like, well, what? what is it? What, what is it? Tell what does this do?
1: That's yeah. good to do. Um, yeah, I mean, yeah. honestly,
0: it, it is super smart because this isn't an established franchise. To put it out, get people's attention, you know, if you build
1: it, they will come, and maybe patch in multiplayer player later there's enough of a demand for it but here's another pet peeve you can lock yourself out of side quests by making decisions on which loot you want yeah which is crazy yeah Yeah. like there's a specific quest that myself and two of the guys working on the wiki uh, all locked ourselves out of the mission because we just didn't know they, they make you make a decision on like, hey, do you want this item or this item? And if you choose the wrong one, you can't complete a side quest that's super important to the game. Yeah. And it's like, wait,
2: what? <laughs> you basically, that's like, crazy. without... I'm, this doesn't give anything away, but, like, when you kill certain bosses in this game, they drop, like, a big... Chunk of ergo, and you can eat it and get your, you know, blood box or whatever, or you can trade it in uh, for an item. And each one of those things uh, works on two different types of items, and it's your decision to pick which one you want. And without really knowing, um, you can lock yourself out of a side quest from one of the other ones by picking a specific one.
1: There's
0: also, it feels like pretty Bloodborne, though. Yeah. You can't platinum the game unless you play it like three times or
1: save scum, pretty much. There's also like, there's the. I don't think you can save scum in this one. Yeah, probably yeah, not. I've yeah, I've tried. I tried yeah. myself because I tried to see both endings without replaying through it. And I was oh, like, right. No well, knows. there's the
2: lying mechanic, which is like characters will ask yeah. you questions and you ha- it's like tick, 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 and you have to pick a left or right choice. And based on the sort of like calibration of those choices, you get one of three endings yeah. effectively, right? And yep. there was no real way of knowing – like they're they're sort of like morally ambiguous. To they a point, are, yeah. Like know?
1: one of them's like, "Hey, should you tell this person the truth about how their friend died, or should yeah. you lie and, <laughs> and make up a story to make them feel better?" And to me, I was like. She deserves the truth, and that yeah. the game it prevented presented it to me as I made the evil choice. Right, and I was like, really? Yeah. I, was, I, th- I felt like she deserved to know the truth. Like, there's a just, lot of uh, white
2: lies, they call them, right? There
1: are Which white lies, like... and you're kind of it's kind of unclear and morally ambiguous about whether you're supposed to lie because one of the characters explicitly is like, yeah, you should lie. Like lying is a nice thing to do sometimes. Right. Um, you know, don't tell her that she's fat or whatever. Yeah. Like, yeah, you gotta. So they they like tell you to do that, but then there's a separate mechanic where you can see how much lying you've done. You know what I'm talking about? Yes. The portrait. Yeah. yeah. So that, that's it, not, that's not really the gameplay at all. Or no. Okay. Yeah. So there's, there, there, okay. this isn't really a spoiler, but at some point in the game, you get a way to tell how much lying you're doing. And mm-hmm. it's a, a long nose based thing. You don't, your character does not get a long nose. That's not in the game, but there's a, another mechanic that lets you do it. And you see, you can either keep that nose really short or really long, and it's sort of just like a tracker. But yeah. so far as I can tell, it's kind of just for fun. Like okay. I didn't, it didn't really. I kept waiting
2: for the me. nose to burst through my donkey mask, but it doesn't actually change no, on, your, doesn't. on your character. Yeah. but it, it is represented elsewhere. I checked
1: my nose. Every level. I swear <laughs> I swear I did. I was like waiting for it. I was like, when is this thing going to grow out? So did uh, Jiminy Cricket. Yeah. <laughs> I'm sorry. I was like,
0: I, I guess, you know, totally afraid it was going to be one of those, uh, you know, souls like things where you, you know, you, you become like hollowed or whatever. And you, yeah, just, yeah, yeah. you lose half your health bar and like red skeletons come up to kick your
1: ass because you yeah, like, oh, it's, it's, you know, it's I, th- I think, it's, shoots you with I think it's, it's either 100% flavor or it has some invisible impact on the outcomes you can get. But I'll say this. I played the game with no real strategy in mind in terms of when i was gonna lie and when i wasn't i kind of just chose whatever i felt and i was able to get the best version of the ending oh okay cool and it worked out like you you get to make a decision at the end and oh that rules yeah Uh,
0: so other major things that you know have an effect on the game that are definitely not bloodborne you have items that can affect npc summons like if you are having trouble with a boss you can make a summon that you know the little Mm -hmm. ghost shows up and it's uh you know if they do in fact add you know co-op or whatever, that's. Similar option with your actual friend will show up. But in this case, you have, what, these cubes that you crush? Yeah, it's like a wish, wish It's, a wish it's the
1: wishing upon a star reference. Yeah. This one. Uh, yeah, so this is one of the areas that I think, one of the experiments I think doesn't really work out super well. Um, because the game has no multiplayer, they give you one uh, NPC summon that you can summon at almost every major boss fight. It's mm-hmm. not available in all of them, but almost all of them. And when you summon them, you get an item that you can expend, uh, which you have to get fuel for that item using a currency that's time-gated in real life, which is very bizarre. Yeah, uh, You have to wait, at a, wait for a tree to grow currency and then you pick the, the item from the tree and then I you spend it. I
0: love video games. <laughs> very,
1: it's it's <laughs> stupid. It's very odd, and so that incentivizes you if you're like me. Oh, you know, I need to go to sleep. Well, I guess I'll leave the game on so that the tree will grow. <laughs> right. And, and I'll get enough of the material. You can also
2: buy, like, booster shots for it and inject yeah. it so it grows faster or exactly. more. Or Are you whatever. kidding? I don't know. It's, no, that's I a real Things. I'm
1: serious. You can fertilize <laughs> the tree, and then it makes you. It makes you get the tree. So it's it's very weirdly set up, and not in a way where I was like, okay, so this will clearly make sense at some point in the game, and it never did. Like it's it's one of those things where you're just like, I don't. They could have just made I will you spend money on this.
2: I will say I always had more coins than I ever really needed yeah, for it. Um, so it's not really an issue. It Might be um, if you're
1: dying a ton, and you're summoning this guy every single time. Yeah, thirty times, and I think you. And as
2: the kids say, get good, my man. Like, yeah, what's, you're gonna what's have going to on with your get life?
1: good or wait or wait yeah, yeah wait for the- like but it feels like a very weird it's like oh i can't beat a boss and i'm out of these uh these coins Yep. oh i guess i just have to wait for 80 minutes to get enough coins to try again yeah that seems
2: really and weird so the make. the wish cubes basically apply like a status boost to your specter who's your NPC. yes and the one i use a lot was like you give them just like a burst of extra health so when you see like they're getting whaled on by a boss and you're using that, that boss to, or that, that NPC to distract the boss so you can kick the boss's ass from behind. When they start getting like real soft, you hit the button and all of a sudden they get a little more energy and it, it keeps you in the game a, little, a yeah. little longer. There's also ones that you can use on yourself. Like, it'll be like... It'll increase your stamina. So, they
1: don't that make, all...
0: That's, that's normal. That makes yeah. sense. I, but I feel like... Specifically... Those
1: aren't very good, though. Yeah. Okay. I they I like... It's like... It's called a wish. And it's one of the hardest currencies to get. You have to do the coin thing and exchange them for uh, the entry, wish thing. The and then once you and... use a wish, it's a one-time consumable. Yeah. And it's like, dude, I wish this was better. Like... <laughs> yeah. You know what I mean? Because, like, one of them is, like, it heals you. And so far as I could tell, it wasn't really doing that. Like, it might I... be a small chip or maybe you have to attack to get it. But I couldn't really get the it. Devil's advocate but because I play so
2: scrappy, there were a couple of times where I was literally on like my last bit of health Mm -hmm. and I'm reaching into my pockets and I'm throwing all the shit I can. Every piece of trash in my pocket, I'm pulling it. Because you have like... Fourteen inventory slots right. of different consumables and throwables and stuff like that. So at one point, like at at the very end of a fight, I was just tossing everything, and I pulled out that wish thing, gave my guy a little more health, pulled out a couple of like oil barrels and you know yeah. <laughs> fireballs, and i was just throwing them, and, and and the boss dropped down, and I just jumped up, screaming and cheering. I had one of those like uh, classic from soft moments. The
1: swamp boss, you're stuck. Yes. Yeah. yes. Yes. Nice. Yeah.
2: Nice. I was stuck on him for like an entire afternoon.
1: Yeah. I hate bosses like that. Uh, yeah. yeah. It's weird because the two people in the wiki i've asked them hey what was the boss you got stuck on and we all had different answers weird. Like, i said king of puppets that was the only boss that like stuck me up for a significant amount of time well and somebody else was like final boss and you said swamp in the swamp i beat like my first try that's crazy. it's crazy super weird the people have like issues on completely i mean different it, bosses. it makes sense with the different builds and all that yeah, play yeah, yeah. styles but it's it reminded true. me of, i um, do a lot better on big slow bosses. yeah technique build and i think you're a little slower. with uh
2: with with bloodborne i remember like i beat father gascoigne on the first try mm-hmm. and was just like oh man that was cool yeah and then every single time i played him after that it was like a, it was like an hour where he's just really and I'm, he's beating my ass through the tombstones yeah, and everything it's right. like i would talk to other friends who were like oh i was stuck on him for like two weeks or whatever and like
1: yeah i remember i was stuck on a, a boss in a souls like this week and then i saw somebody else online beat a boss in elden ring or their goldfish beat it did you see that video no somebody's goldfish beat a boss in elden ring get out of here get- yeah so he right. superimposed a keyboard over the fishbowl, and the fish swims around and randomly hits buttons, and then that input goes into the game. Shut up! Get, and get he and here. he had a goldfish beat. one of the bosses in Elden Ring. There's a goldfish. So if you <laughs> ever feel bad at right. a video game, like, isn't there a goldfish in Pinocchio? Ca- pack it up. There's <laughs> There is. <laughs> there is. Yeah. Oh, oh yeah. Oh, you're right. Yeah. yeah. What's his name? Figure out. No,
2: it's a cat. There's a goldfish. Goldfish yeah,
1: didn't goldfish. make it. Didn't make his way to the game. No, he didn't make yeah. it he He's, like he's,
0: he's
2: got, too busy beating him. Got up cut.
0: Yeah. So I want to get over these other things that it does differently from, yeah, yeah. from Bloodborne. There's also... There's a skill tree. An actual skill tree, which is like... Yeah. It's weird to think like, oh, that actually isn't a thing that we have. Like, it's kind of... I yeah. almost was sort of thrown for a loop when you unlock yeah. that. That's it's right. A, it's there's in no, yeah.
1: in so, It's in some um Souls-likes. So there's been one or two that have added skill trees, but I would say it's still pretty fringe, and I would say of the skill trees we've seen... I think this is my favorite one.
2: Elden Ring didn't have it, right? It yeah, had Elden other Ring trees. No, didn't
1: have it. It was like um, several
2: I'm, trees in that game. <laughs>
1: several trees. <laughs> yeah. It had. It also had gold trees. It had gold like trees, it had Erd trees. Erd trees. It had urd
2: uh, trees. Urd trees. It had. Yeah.
1: Yeah. Uh, so every so type of trees. that
0: you can climb. Uh, there's plenty of ladders in this. This is like such a weird, like granular nitpick. Uh, enemies don't follow you up ladders, and you can't do any kicking or punching or healing while you're on the ladders. Yeah. 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 Like I, have, I feel like I have a lot of very fond memories of Bloodborne, where like a werewolf is like following me up a ladder and I'm just like kicking him in the face. And I'm like, yeah. no, now, get down. And not, like, dude, not and-
1: only can they not follow you up ladders, but if there's a big boss that has the ability to jump in the air like crazy, if you lure them down to a lower platform and then climb up the ladder, they won't be able to jump back up. No, they can't follow you. Interesting. So they will. It's like it's a way too easy okay. to manipulate. That, so that, that's that... one of my main criticisms of this game. Is I feel like the sections that aren't bosses are like laughably easy most of the time. Like you can manipulate the AI pretty easily. You, I'm you're just kind of like at
0: games. I'm having a good time. Oh really? Yeah. <laughs> you can just,
1: you can just blow through a lot of the stuff. Like dying in the non-boss fight areas for me was pretty rare. It's pretty rare. The yeah. Souls likes, there's but, definitely a couple of and then when you get to a boss, were... yeah, it's so much harder. You're like I don't I don't feel like that level prepared me for. This no there's, oh, there's, there's, a like, there's a leap there's a leap
0: one thing i noticed and this is such a I, I feel like a we talk about this game not surprising us enough the enemies will follow you really far yeah oh they is, will yeah which yeah. is yeah. extremely funny because i think there's that almost that you know that logic of like you know bloodborne or whatever you just run away they're tethered just yeah run away. Yeah, they'll, yeah they'll eventually they'll come to the uh, flight of stairs and be like i'm not going up there and then you, like larger enemies will follow you like they follow you, to the, follow you to the checkpoint
1: they'll follow you to the
2: checkpoint which you then can't use because they'll be like there's a big guy behind you yeah, can't yeah. use this right now and it's like yeah it's it it adds an extra wrinkle yeah you know the latter thing is funny because like i have very fond memories of standing at the top of a ladder in resident evil 4 with my knife out just knife and grandpa's you know they're yeah, all yeah, falling yeah. down and they're like dissolving or whatever yeah, they do in that game turning into grandpa puddles yeah. um gems and so yeah i wanted a little bit of that in this game but i'm like you know it's one of those things you learn the language very quickly and you're like all right right so if i go up a ladder no one's gonna follow me cool there'll be more psychos up there to kill me but like that guy down there is just gonna be like oh well and walk (laughs) away because he never learned it you know
0: yeah i love that uh travis this is one thing you really like there's you can collect records because there are items and so music is
1: really good music is so good in this game it's awesome the point where i usually so when you're when you're working on a review you usually have to turn the in-game music off to record footage because when they put the video together if there's music on it, it interferes with the music that the video right, plays about right. the review. And so you have to turn it off. But this game, I was just like, I'm going to record all my footage later. Yeah. The music is quite good. It, it, it does have long sections with no music, mm-hmm. which I actually kind of liked aesthetically because it kind of just focuses you in. And then when the music comes up, you're like, oh, dang. Yeah. But you collect records. I still have not found a ton of the records, which is weird. It is. Weird. I've done so much of the game, and I I'm on my second playthrough, and I'm still missing a bunch. I'm like, yeah. why am I missing so many records?
2: I think I only have like five or six out of like thirty, and I'm like ninety nine percent through.
1: The yeah, game. that's that's where you that's where you uh, you do find a couple at the end. But like, I'm spending a lot of my time trying to get those records because they're worth it. I definitely want to buy this OST. The, and they give you in-game benefits to listening to the music too. Huh. Um, because there's a whole like, is your character going to be more robotic or is he going to be a real boy? There's like that decision tree. Oh, right. And listening right. to music is one of the things that makes you more human. And yeah. so when you're deciding if you want to be a real boy or not, if you want to be a real boy, listen to the records. All right. Do a good job. <laughs>
0: uh and finally one thing to call this out. Uh this might be the first Souls-like with a legitimately good story. Yes. Uh excluding the the Star Wars ones, which is
1: Yeah, yeah. the Star Wars ones are they better have a lot be- to
0: build on though. Yeah,
1: they mean, have a just, lot yeah. to build on and it's very clearly like they borrow a lot from the universe and stuff. This has a lot working against it. It's based off of a Pinocchio book that is very Bizarre. Just my reading of that book was I was just like, dude, I don't get this book at all. This mm-hmm. is super, super weird. Pinocchio gets revived from a block of wood and then he goes on to just be the worst human being for like 15 <laughs> years. I think it's supposed to be a message about fatherhood. Like, oh, you, you still love them even though they're super bad people. Right. But you teach them empathy eventually. Yes. I, th- I think that's supposed to be the, the the message. But, you know, just you're reading a book about Pinocchio just being super disrespectful his entire life, um, which is a bizarre story. Which um, like,
2: to, to be clear, a, a Bloodborne, Elden Ring and stuff like that, they have lore. They have lore. Right, which is it's it's different than story like just, there's a lot of overlap there but a lore lore is a lot of like you know this is kind of in the back po- in the back pocket and stuff like that and you're digging around for it and it's very rewarding yeah. once you find it and if you look into it you, right? if you have
1: to watch a YouTube video to understand it it's not a story it's that's the I think that's yeah. lore
2: I like I like that yeah, yeah.
1: so and, and this one you don't need the YouTube video like I they do enough exposition and they smartly do some of it during boss fights so they know that you're going to lose a lot yeah so that you have to hear it again and then eventually you go oh yeah I do remember that because it wasn't one line of dialogue mm. it was said to me five times because right. i died five times on that boss <laughs> uh, and uh that i think that's really smart and then by the end of the game you're like okay that story made sense i understand every part of it i didn't have to look anything up i didn't have to read any item descriptions and the story they told pretty good that's yeah. awesome. honestly pretty good yeah. i was surprised really yeah. cool so no, i think
0: there's there's kind of a good track record for games based on books you know yeah like, you're kind of right they take a lot i mean the witcher for instance yeah. like it's there's if there's I think, large amount of stuff to work from and you know i don't know movies are too linear i don't know
1: yeah um anyway. they definitely went their own way and told their own version of pinocchio because it has very little in common but i love the nods to the original book and it very much is the original pinocchio book so if you just watch the disney film you're probably going to be like i don't get a lot of this but uh also you they're there, there's a big whale in Pinocchio. That's not a spoiler. Right. Uh, do, you, do you know? I was thinking about this. I was like, "Where was the whale? Dude, it's it's a was, submarine. It's a submarine. Yeah, yeah. I was Spoiled for me in a
0: trailer. Was I was told, we totally asked yeah. them like at an interview. I was like, "Oh, so like there's a there's a whale. There's going to be a
1: big whale boss fight. There's and no like, whale boss fight. Say, mm-hmm. There's no uh, whale boss fight. And in fact, a, the, there's there's not even <laughs> really a whale. Enemy. There's like one part where you get on a submarine and you don't even like hang out on the submarine. It's like a cutscene that takes you from one place to another. So I was pretty I was pretty disappointed in that element. But uh the the nods to the original story, the the story that they decided to tell, which is very different from Pinocchio, I think was good. And some of the characters, like I like Vanini a lot.
2: Yeah. He makes he's me awesome. want
1: to do a super offensive Italian accent all the time.
2: But
0: <laughs> he's very, he's
2: very, if fun, you need I pointers, guess. I'm here. My yeah, whole, he's... my whole family talks
1: like that.
0: Yeah. Is that real?
2: Yes. <laughs> oh, absolutely. Oh.
0: Yeah. Uh, now shifting gears we talked about this i'm actually so happy that you read pinocchio mm-hmm. i was like thinking i should do that that would bring something valuable to the conversation and you just not only did you beat the game and review it and play it multiple times you're like i'll read a book too just yeah,
1: yeah. really did, did you
2: off. say shifting gears because that's what happens to, to nice I did, gears are shifting. Game. yeah it, your brain
1: has holes in it <laughs> happens. Um, that made me feel warm yeah, yeah also that, yeah I feel warm <laughs> uh, something jumped out at you'll me. get it in a couple weeks guys. yes play the game
0: uh, something jumped out at me it is it, this obviously we're making the comparison this is like Bloodborne it's Bloodborne with Pinocchio Mm -hmm. but it also hit me that it's kind of a lot of Mega Man it is yeah uh, Yeah. because you are you know you play as a little robot boy who Mm -hmm. was brought to life by a kindly bearded
1: fellow Uh, he's also sexy yeah. Right? Yeah. We can agree. Doctor, Are we man, calling
2: Dr. Light sexy? Doctor Light. Yeah, absolutely, you know or uh, We're all getting older. Why not?
1: Yeah. <laughs> um, but yeah,
0: and then you have to go out in the world and fight other bad robots. And the, the bad robots were assembled by a- Bad robot. mustachioed man, who yeah, I feel yeah. like the- What is it? Vignetti or something? The, the Vanini. Vanini, yeah. yeah. Like, he's got a little bit of Dr. Wiley in the facial hair department, mm. you know? Uh, and then- you've got an interchangeable arm that has different sort of elemental attacks and energies. And I was like, okay, that feels very, that feels very mega man. Yeah. So you have to fight the bosses in order. You can't just go to each of their houses at your own, at your own leisure. Uh, but I was like, wait, no, is, is mega man just Pinocchio? And like,
1: is, yeah. is mega man just Pinocchio? Is that, I think maybe, I feel like they had to have some sort of inspiration mm-hmm. from that. Like it's right? clearly, it's yeah. a, got a lot in common with, with the idea of Does it. Pinocchio ever get like a dog that he can ride on. Probably. Okay. that's a, that's DLC. Was that in the book? Is that in the book? In <laughs> the, in the book? <laughs> oh, I mean, the, the, it yeah, comes a donkey. Which, by the yeah. way, that's what the mask is a reference.
2: I know, which yeah. I loved. That's, yeah. I, I, that's why I wore the donkey mask the whole game because that's like one of the most horrifying things in any kids' movie is like sending a bunch of children to a theme park island uh, where they can drink and smoke cigars and turn into <laughs> creatures. Like, okay, <laughs> sure. Good to me. I remember being like five and seeing that and being like, so um, I don't want to go to Disneyland anymore. <laughs> <laughs>
0: That's def- that was also like A very weird move Disney wise To be like Here's a film about Children being bad And going to a place Where everything is fun Anyway we have a place Where everything is fun Yeah, yeah.
1: Come to our theme park We'll
0: turn into a mouse <laughs> I don't know no
1: cigars though. Uh, yeah. You're not allowed To smoke at Disney yeah, I don't think so no, yeah, it, I don't think so <laughs> Not I, I love, anymore
0: the sort of the, the, Just the sort of pop cultural I feel like calling an old Italian book pop culture doesn't feel right you know but it is but like it, a, it
1: is like internationally yeah. like one of the most I actually I looked up a bunch of stuff about it when I was reading the book like it's apparently like one of the most read books internationally because it's just really ubiquitous and it's mm. been translated into like 30 languages or something like that um, so it's one of it's Weird is it's hell. it's super weird mm. because I feel like kids in America never read it I don't remember reading it no I remember kids saw the Disney movie I would missed out in the Disney movie until I was like a grown adult but like kids saw the Disney movie and that that's where they knew it from. But apparently it's really well known. And uh, since this is an international game, it was made by a Korean studio. I think maybe they have, they probably have like a translation or a version of it well, the, that differs from our... Yeah, own. yeah,
0: the yeah. Other, the other like, you know, big game I think of that's based on a book that's amazing is The Witcher. And mm-hmm. Geralt is very much like, he's the huntsman. Yeah. Like it, I feel like this kind of gets, gets lost when they go into whole Blood of Elves and like the fate of the kingdom and the time-traveling adopted wizard daughter or whatever. But like there's... <laughs> There's very much like the the earliest Witcher stuff is just subverting classic fairy tales. Yeah, and it was I I really I feel like that's a that's a corner that video games are really, it works. But you know, like there's a there's a kind of fairy tales are so malleable when it comes to sort of reinterpretation and being like they, okay, they, so
1: it's a gritty edgy version. They also okay. kind of have a Souls like vibe to them because all fairy tales are kind of creepy yeah in a weird way like i was talking about alice in the wonderland and mm-hmm. there's some like you know wizard of oz and uh, these old stories that have like a little of like darkness to them that i think really works for souls like and i feel yeah. like they lean yeah. on that super hard in this game and you know i i could see i could see people drawing inspiration from that but it's weird it's weird how much the overlap. yeah some
2: some journalists are saying that pinocchio is the dark souls of books <laughs> <laughs>
1: sorry we walked ourselves <laughs> that's right in my, review. Yeah. That's in my review Did you read? You must have read my review that's right that's great. um that was, <laughs> sorry max I mean, every now was, and then i hit him in, good yeah
2: i hit him with a shovel so hard it takes him a minute he's like yeah
0: <laughs> you're telling me that you have to give a tree a booster shot is exactly the kind of thing you lie about <laughs> but he's not
1: lying there's yeah.
0: even multiple types of booster shots yeah yeah but the game is about yeah. lying. Give the tree some drugs. That's it's true. It's just a video game. Why not? Uh, Travis, I want to talk to you about what it's like to review an incredibly hard game yeah. on a deadline. Because reviewing a game on a deadline, I always liken it to that part in Matilda where the little boy has to eat an entire chocolate cake. In front
2: of the first, you know, uh-huh. and They're
0: like, eat the cake. Eat it. You can do it, Brucey. And like yeah. that's video games are supposed to be fun mm-hmm. and they're supposed to be enjoyed. And trying to enjoy them with a gun to your head on a tight deadline. Yeah, yeah.
1: How do you do that? How, how does that work? Yeah, um, I mean, deadlines can be tough, especially if it's like a, a very big game that you, you kind of have to get to the credits. That's a rule at IGN. I think it's a good rule. <laughs> He's showing Matilda. I can't believe those, those who aren't watching scene. video, we're playing the, the Matilda Directed scene. by Danny DeVito.
0: Killer right. movie. Go watch right. Is yeah, it. Is it right.
1: actually directed by Danny yeah. DeVito? Yeah, yeah why is that guy so talented he's amazing he's i don't know guy. he's so good um, things come in small size That's <laughs> <laughs> true um yeah uh so um reviewing games can be a little bit of t- a little tough uh and sometimes you try to put that aside like okay i understand i'm not playing this game the way that it was intended right you're not supposed to just like play more than you want to like you know i reviewed hogwarts legacy and i think i had like 36 hours to finish that game and i was just like all right Finish it. I got it done, but you know it's, it's, wow. it's it wasn't easy. Um, the, That, uh, but uh, with with difficult games, there's definitely an extra layer because you're worried like maybe I'm not good enough to beat this. Like I play. I told you guys I played a technique build, which at the time I did not know was essentially the hard mode of the game. And there were certain parts where I was like, dude, how am I going to miss the deadline? I when I spent like multiple hours on the King of Puppets fight, I was just like, how long? what if I can't finish this fight? Like, am I just not going to be good enough? I have anxiety
0: just like thinking about that, you know, it's
1: tough. Yeah. Because sometimes I just worried about that, but, um, I'm I really like Souls likes I think I'm pretty good at games I'm not gonna say I'm the, the best no you're good, player good at games. the world but I'm, yeah. I'm pretty good you and can
0: hang you're good I, yeah. I can hang
1: I'm, I'm good enough to get through it and the thing about souls like is the thing I try to remember is that death is not a fail state in Souls like it's actually part of the game mm-hmm. just like you wouldn't get mad about dying in a rogue like because you go oh yeah that's part of it is like you have to start again to get stronger and replay Souls like I think of it the same way because you you really are supposed to die again and again so that you can learn the patterns and then get better at understanding the boss. And then when you go in, eventually it will click. And I'll say that to anybody who is playing this game this week mm-hmm. and find themselves dying a lot. Have a little bit of faith. An IGN reviewer could beat the game. You can too. Exactly. Right? And so I, I think it really is just about Uh, sticking to it and not getting deterred the worst thing you can do in a souls like is think that oh i'm dying that must mean i'm bad at this or i'm not good enough or whatever no dying's part of it that's part of the genre
2: i'll add to that um if you beat a boss within an inch of its life and then it kills you you are allowed to get mad That is fair. I had that several times this weekend where I I stood up and then just yelled all the words I shouldn't
1: say in front of a five year old. (laughs) Mother, a lot of. Oh, uh, I had that too. I had that too. Just a lot of that. There was Um, one boss that just kept killing me, and I knew I should be beating it, but it was just so. I was just like, why is this thing killing? Well, that's
2: there's there's the there's the fights in these games where you're just like, I don't know how anyone could ever do this, and then there's the fights where you're like, I'm so close to getting this that it's driving me insane because like I know I have this in me. I. know i can do it and, and, then, and then when you pull it off it feels so good
1: Yeah, and like half the bosses are not that challenging either like at least half of them and so i'd go through and beat in my first try and i'm like oh i'm the best souls player ever yeah and then a couple of bosses later i'd be like i'm the worst Souls player ever <laughs> <laughs> why can't i beat this game yeah, they humble so you quickly they humble also, you quickly Yeah. So
0: you, so much of like of sort of playing Souls games is it relies on you know community and and mm-hmm. like you know talking to other people. Do you have like a network of other reviewers that you chat with if you get stuck on something? or No, is it just I kind of on an I island?
1: don't because I think it's I think it's important to view the game from a perspective of somebody who's not doing that stuff. Like, mm-hmm. is the, is the game like easy to play without googling things? Right. right. I think that's part of it. That's, so right. I, I actually think that's a positive part of the review is that you you know when we were all playing Starfield before it was out, a lot of the stuff was really confusing and our complaints about that were this game kind of does. Doesn't explain things well now people are like what are you talking about it's all explained on youtube and i'm like we didn't have youtube you know yeah. the game doesn't explain things well so um but I, I think uh that's if you can beat the game before it's out with when there's no way to look anything up i think that's a sign that it's pretty it was uh, easy to understand if things get really bad really bad like it's like i just i i think the game might be broken bad then you reach out to the developers mm-hmm. and luckily we're able to do that as reviewers and just be like hey let me just hit one of the developers up on discord and like explain to them what's happening in my game. Is this a bug or am I just stupid? Am I forgetting? I right. not understanding something, but I've only had to do that like one time. And when I did it, it was, it was because the game was broken. Mm. So, so not was, this game. It was not this game. Yeah. yeah I've, I didn't have to do it for this. No, game it was, it, I was saying before it was, it
2: was kind of like awesome and a, and a relief to play a game like this before um, I had that, Impulse to reach for my phone anytime something, anytime I hit a wall, uh, and I deliberately like I knew you were reviewing it, and I kind of like held back before asking you questions about it because I I kind of liked uncovering the mystery on my own. Mm -hmm. So I will say that like if you are playing this game for the first time. Resist that urge to go look up a bunch of stuff because it's mostly pretty self-explanatory, and I think you can pretty much like you can you can mainline through this game. And if you get stuck on a couple of fights, you know it's they're not a lot of the bosses aren't really like puzzles specifically. Like there's a couple where it's like, you know, there's a
1: couple where there's a trick, there's a trick, yeah. yeah,
2: But for the most part, like. You got this. Like, I believe in you. And
1: I'll say that the part of the... To me, part of the Souls-like experience is feeling like you did it. Yeah. you overcame, you figured it out, and then you get that sense of accomplishment. And I don't think that's there if you look up, like, ultimate builds on YouTube and then you do an exploit against a boss and crush them. I feel ashamed of myself. That's okay.
0: So here's the thing. I... This is going to sound completely bonkers. I love these games don't like boss fights Really? I don't So I like the bosses mm-hmm. I think they're cool But they're I think I like I like monsters and stuff But I just typically Get frustrated before I. And again I, I will get that eventual Like yeah. yes I did it But a lot of the time I'll also be like Cool I saw what it did I just want to see What happens next And like Totally I, fair I, I understand
1: that well, I got, One, I mean, one yeah. valid criticism Of this game And this is in my review Is almost every boss fight Has two phases Yeah And the first mm-hmm. phase Often feels like It's just a warm up phase And the second phase Is actually the boss fight And so when you die In the second phase phase and you have to keep going you die in real life you die in real life <laughs> yeah. Yeah. when you keep dying in the second phase and you keep having to redo the first phase after a while you're like okay i hate this first phase because it's just wasting my time i have to do it over and over again and i do think this game overuses the two phase boss fight a lot because a lot of times it's like You just wasted my time with like Mm -hmm. this first. Yeah, like
2: like, you'll honestly, I got to the point with some of the second phases where I just like was comically fast at destroying the boss in the first phase that it was just like, do we even need to do this? Mm -hmm. Like I wish, just let me skip it. But Max, I think I understand why you aren't a. Yeah, or not like the, the po- games. No, well that that yeah, um, but obviously I, I think that they're antithetical to the real reason you're here to play them, and that's expo- exploring. Yeah. No, it's,
0: exactly. Like it's I, finding I like wish, this. This I, I feel like it's like I read Playboy for the articles. Like, <laughs> like like, I like from because it beats my ass, and I'm like I like to walk around and see what's in the treasure chest. Cobblestones. Is that his
1: Pinocchio boy? <laughs> yeah, <That's> pretty good. <laughs> I'm gonna be a real boy. Uh, <laughs> no, I mean it's it's it,
0: this game is totally like it's it's scratching that itch for me, and I love. I love the world I love checking it out And again It's also reminding me That like Bloodborne is one of my Favorite games of all time It's also a game I walked away from For like months at a time Because I think It was specifically Bloodstarved Beast And then ROM That I just like I, I just was stuck on them I just hated them And there's like There's actually a I think it's There's I think there's like two bosses in there I still haven't beaten in like the DLC or what. Like I didn't read the I didn't beat the Orphan of Cause because he's horrible. He's a hor- I hate that guy. So- he's a- and also that's the end. Like he's just there. Like you yeah. get a you know you get a cutscene or whatever. And I'm like I kind of want that trophy, but also I don't know. I've like had friends come in and, and they're like yeah I beat this guy a hundred times and they come in and they die and I'm like what are you doing? <laughs> what are we doing here? Um, but yeah I mean Sorry. it's it's I, I I like I like the bosses. I wish they made more action figures of them. But also you can
1: play Pinocchio by the way. What? You could play Pinocchio. Like in the film? Yeah. I, avoid, you, do it. I you just Yeah, because you got Doesn't
2: a huge just... nose. <laughs> <laughs> you don't have a huge nose at all. Not really. Yeah. I'm the one yeah. with a big honker it's over here. <laughs>
0: it'd be weird if Pinocchio was like seven feet tall. Like he's like, I'm a real boy. <laughs> uh, anyway, dude, Travis, thank you so much for hopping on and yeah, talking sure. about this game. Everybody, please go it. watch, listen to, read whatever uh, Travis's review. And uh yeah, we I think we can say we recommend Eliza P. In all honesty, uh, oh yeah. Where can people find you, and is there anything else you want to uh, plug?
1: Yeah, if you uh, like my reviews, you can follow me on Twitter at tyguytravis. If you don't like my reviews, tell your friend, your enemies <laughs> to follow me. Mm-hmm. That'll that'll show them. That'll teach them. Um, yeah, uh, but yeah, I'm on Twitter usually, and then uh, I I just write for IGN. I do like what's your what's your favorite tie right now? My favorite tie? I've got a whole bunch of Star Wars ties. That oh, that's I awesome. Rock pretty hard. Yeah. I have I have one that has I have like one a for little each episode. Wow. I've got like you know New Hope tie. Oh, I I thought you meant like the Disney Plus shows. It's it's like Mandalorian (laughs) volume.
0: How many of them have uh, TIE (laughs) tie fighters on them?
1: Um, A couple of them. Okay, good. But that is a great question because I've always wondered why isn't there a TIE fighter like playing into the pun and I've not found one. Honestly, the Star Wars TIE collection is pretty bad. Like, I would expect yeah. it to be better. I respect right? that
0: you yeah. don't, you, I've, I've, I feel like I've seen you in novelty ties like once or twice, mm-hmm. but you, you have restraint in that. I have restraint. I'm decor.
1: not, I'm not crazy. It's gotta be a special day. The ties of tea. <laughs> the ties of tea. <laughs> <laughs> no. Wow. There no. it is. That's a full circle. Well, okay. that's not, that's just a, it's <laughs> not a beer can under my desk. Someone
2: rang the bell to let us yeah. know that that joke oh, my was My next bad.
1: reviews are Payday 3 and uh, Lords of the Fallen. Awesome. So. Oh,
2: real quick. Can you, I just want you to plug that, uh, that horrible stretch in your life we reviewed like three of the worst games oh, I yeah, yeah. reviewed. Oh. There we... was a lot of there's a lot of talk about how we like only give games and movies sevens and stuff yeah, like yeah. that. And like, you know, we, we do we generally play games that uh, are good mm-hmm.
1: here at IGN, right? Like, yeah. but some stinkers do get through. That's, that's, yeah, that's true. So, like, the goal of a review is to be useful to readers, and yeah. readers tend to only care about games where there's a lot of hype around it. And yeah, those tend to be the biggest games with large budgets, and a lot of those are good, which yeah, have been play
2: tested. Exactly,
1: and, and been play tested, and that's why a lot of a lot of our reviews get high scores. That said, though, that doesn't mean that we're unwilling to give reviews scores that are lower than that. Obviously, we don't like it when games are bad. We We'd prefer if they were fun because that that's better for everyone. But sometimes you gotta warn people about stinkers. And I I game a I game a gave a, gained a reputation for a while of being the guy who reviews bad games. Because <laughs> I have a really hard time saying no to a game review. To me, I think of it like a, an attorney. Every, everybody's got a right to a defense. Like to me, every game has a right to get its time in the public forum where people, the peers, I consider myself a peer of the readers, Yeah. Uh, get a chance to say, Hey, here's whether we think this is worth your time and money. Right. Yes. I think, that's, su- I think that's super important. So when somebody says, also you're sort of dressed like a lawyer. So I buy <laughs> <got>. yeah. Yeah. <laughs> so when somebody says, Travis, do you want to review a game? I go, yes. I don't even need to hear it. As long as it's a game. I'm, I feel knowledgeable enough in that genre to be able to speak informed. I'll, I'll review it. And sometimes you're like Cr- Cr- Chris Evans when Netflix calls. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> that's right. We have a yeah. new movie. Coming out, uh, it's made entirely by Mid Journey. Don't even finish
2: the sentence, I'll be in it. <laughs> I'll
1: do it, yeah. yeah. So I, I have a habit of saying yes to every review, which has bit, bit me before. But yeah, I did review uh, a while, it was uh, uh Nerf Legends. Oh. Terrible game, shovelware made by a company to trick moms. and
2: Shovelware—that's the thing. That's like a, you don't even hear that word anymore because yeah. I feel like a lot of that got funneled after the Nintendo Wii. That got yeah. funneled right to mobile.
1: Exactly. Right? Yeah. But it, this one was like clearly made to predatorily convince moms to buy it for Christmas. It came out right before Christmas. Oh man. And a, I saw a lot of people in YouTube comments either saying, "Thank you so much. I almost bought this for my kid," or, "Oh no, I bought this for my kid." Uh, so like that was like the main thing. So those those. What did you give two. that game? A two. A two. Yeah, which is painful. At our, at our painful. Yeah, painful on our. On that's our scale. what Nerf is supposed to not be. It's exactly, so it not hurt it's supposed you. to be. It managed to turn a, <laughs> something as quality. cool as Nerf <laughs> into one of the worst games. And then I did the same thing for like uh, Crossfire X. I reviewed that game, which was oh, right. an Xbox exclusive uh, port of a, of a very popular game that was just a disaster and actually shut down shortly after my review. So oh, man. Yeah, that game is no longer playable. Um, and then I, I've still continued to give uh, occasionally some bad reviews. This year, I reviewed a Testament, Order of High Human, which was also two out of 10. Oh, my um, God. Really, really nice. rough game that just takes a ton of your time and doesn't function properly. Oh. It has a thing where you can see developer uh, objects in the world. Like, you know, the, the checker gates that oh, they put up wow. to the... Like, you can see those in the game.
0: What wizard yeah. is this? <laughs> 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 yeah,
1: yeah, yeah. It's brutal. It's a pretty brutal game, man. Oh, yes. man. Yeah.
0: Well, I'm very happy to hear that we got a nice, good review for... Or a great review.
1: A great review. It's a great game.
0: Awesome. Mm-hmm. Um We got to have you back on definitely to talk Lords of the Fallen. Maybe to talk today. Yes. I don't know. Yeah. Maybe. We'll see. Uh, Travis, thank you so much. Brian. You did, you did very well today. You may help yourself to one of the prizes in the prize cabinet. <laughs> Everybody else, uh, thanks for watching, listening, and uh, stay tuned for whatever happens next week. We'll be back. See you then. Beyond. Beyond. There he is. <laughs> <laughs> the dog is no more.
1: Perfect outro. <laughs> We're good. <laughs> Thank you so much. That
0: was a I like it. He opened one eye right at the end.
1: That was awesome.
0: Hi, I'm Se, one of the hosts of Bitches on Comics, the most welcoming place for LGBTQ folks and women to chat comics, fiction, and pop culture. Bitches are both wanted and encouraged on our podcast. We speak with amazing guests about the media they've created, critiqued, and loved. And you don't have to just take our word for the great time we're having over here. We've been named a Best Comic Book Podcast by several publications, including Book Riot, The Mary Sue, and Comic Book Herald. So tune in and listen to us talk with your faves, like Carmen Maria Machado, Amy Chu, Mari Naomi, Anthony Oliveira, and many, many others. Our whole goal is to include more folks in the comic book and pop culture world and to help new readers find comics and speculative books they'll love, with no shade for being new. You can find Bitches on Comics wherever you get your podcasts, and you can learn more at bitchesoncomics.com.